Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, everybody. Rob Ellis, Devin Caney. Did you know? I'll give you guys a, a did you know. WIP Morning Show. This song, Elton John hates this song. Really? Yes. He I did re- not know that. He refuses to do it live. He feels like it. W- it's just like a garbage, you know, bubble gum, whatever. Like, it, it is a song that he, he... I read his book. It's a very good book. It's featured very prominently in the movie. I know. Well, but, the movie is literally called Rocket Man, isn't it? Yes. Like, the, the biopic on well, it? Well, yeah. this is Crocodile Rock. Yeah. Um, yeah, this not is Rocket, Rocket Man. Yeah, Joe to camera and uh, the normal morning crew would destroy <laughs> would have killed you for that. For that. Yes. I don't have Sorry, the whoops, I, I did know, it again uh, drop ready to go. <laughs> yeah, but the, he... The book is very good, by the way, for, for people who haven't... Uh, I forget what the name of it is, um, but it's it's very, very good. But, um, yeah, this is one where he's like, yeah, I get a lot of requests. This not, one ain't happening. Not going to happen. So he just wrote it, he produced it, and he's like, ah, that wasn't my best. Now I'm, like, trying to separate myself from I, it. I think it was also, like, there was a period of time, I, I think there may have been some, you know, recreational enhancers involved uh, in his <laughs> life, uh, which he writes about. He's in a different state of mind. Yeah, but. If you have you guys ever seen like the really old, you probably haven't concert footage. He's in like a Donald Duck costume. He's doing all this weird stuff, and I think mm. this was during that period where he was like, it was a phase. He might be trying to move on from yeah. that. At, at, you know, at seventy. I always wonder that about artists though. Like if they have songs that they get sick of singing, you, you know, have to. like during during you? a set list, they're like, oh, but he, but here's right. the here's the problem. If you, you have a hit, you have to. I agree. Yeah, but you he, might not not enjoy it. Like if I, if I'm going to see the Rolling Stones on tour, mm-hmm. okay. I don't want to hear all of your new album. I want to hear. Give me sympathy right. for the devil. Give me shelter right. and sympathy right. for the devil. Like yeah. you're you're doing a disservice to your to your audience if you do that. Mm-hmm. So I don't care how sick you are of it. Like you're getting paid a lot of money. <laughs> you're getting paid a lot of money. Yeah. Part of the gig is you have to play sympathy for the devil every concert for the rest of your life. A hundred percent. So there there's a there's a there was a band called the Eagles. Okay, I don't know if you guys have heard of that. There was. Yes. <laughs> like the Philadelphia Eagles. Sit down, kids. Let me tell you well, about well, that. Remember, Taylor Swift had to clarify that her Eagles reference was the team and not the band. Right. Well, yeah, and then yes. she went on to root for the Chiefs all season. So. Yeah. Well. Well, I mean, there's, there's. Kylie Kelsey would I'll never cut her a little bit of a Kylie a Kelsey slack. would never. That's correct. She would not Cincinnati Bearcats, not uh, Chiefs. She's a gamer. <laughs> um. No, but there was a there was a guy. His, he just died. His name was Randy Meisner. He was part of the. He was a singer in the Eagles. Okay, one of their one of their uh, musicians, part of the band. 
Anyway, he had one hit. It, like everybody, all the other songs were Don Henley and Glenn Fry, blah, blah, blah. But this guy had one song that he sang that was a hit. It was called Take It to the Limit, one more time. And he started complaining about having to do one song. And Glenn Fry was like, dude, Henley and I sing like 15 to 16 to 20 every night, and you're complaining about one? Suck it up and sing the song. That would be like the soup Nazi complaining that people yelled no soup for you, Adam. Correct. Like, dude, you you had a hit. (laughs) You had one great episode. Everyone knows you for it. Get over it. You're still making royalties from it. All right. Anyway, how did we get here? I don't know what's going on. Because we played Uh, Crocodile Rock. Thank you. Rocket Man. I think it's a great song. Yeah, Rocket Man. (laughs) Some are saying it's called Rocket Man. It's a great song, though. Like Dancer? No. Uh, All right. Um, Is that Billy Joel? (laughs) Love Billy Joel. His new song's good. Billy Joel? Yes, he's got a new song out. I didn't know that. Yes, Billy Joel does. I saw he discussed it at the Grammys, I think. He sang it. Or he sang it at the Grammys, right, right, yeah. Yeah, he's doing a whole thing now. He's doing a whole he was on, I don't know, one of the late nights as well. He made the media that. tour promoting. Well, he it, hasn't yeah. written a new song in like twenty years. So it was it's so he's like, ah, kind of, kind of amazing. Shake the rust off. I'll just do it again. Yeah, Why yeah, not? He was good. He was good. All right. Uh, so we, he shouldn't get sick of playing Piano Man. By the way, you got to play it every correct every show. Yeah, I, I, that's yeah, part that of the game. That is a song that you you do have to play. Every that is show. such a BS move. I'm telling you, man. Like, if you don't play the hits, come on, man. Yeah. What, what are we doing here? You ever you ever hear about the time Van Morrison did a whole concert with his back turned to the audience? Why? <laughs> just because. Just because he for could. Fun. Yeah, because he could. Yes. Well. I, if I bought tickets to that concert, I'd be pretty upset. There was a it's like you can still hear the music the same. I guess this is argument. Yeah, but like why? No, it's ridiculous. Know. That that is just a middle finger to your. Yeah, audience. that's I just mean, that, being that's mean. That's all that is. So uh, there was a host a very long time ago at WIP when I first started. Okay, we, this was two studios ago when we were in Ballackinwood. So he had worked in another market. He came here. And it was it was a weekend shift, and I was coming on after him. Okay, and I had he had just started with the station, and I walked. The two of you are like, "Where is he going with this?" <laughs> so this is story time. This is Rob's story time. This segment. No, I like it. Okay. I like it. I feel like we need like an intro, like Rob. <laughs> no, this is actually a good idea for a segment. Like yeah. every every show, you should tell an old WIP no, war story. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Time actually. <laughs> So I walk in, right, and I and I do what I I usually my first move when I come anytime is I ch- I'll check in with with the producer. I hey, what's going on? Blah blah blah. How you doing? Are you with us? I I don't know. Whatever. So I walk in, and I'm in the in the, I'm in the producer studio, which you know there's a there's a win a glass you know window you can see mm-hmm. into the to the actual on air studio. This guy is sitting there. He's in. He's he's jammed himself into the corner of the studio, and I swear to God. And and Devin, you could do play by play. So okay. he's turned, he's almost like a profile shot to All the right. producer, and he's staring at the corner of the wall doing his show. Like, yeah, and, and the Eagles should have run the ball more. <laughs> and, and he's he's looking into the corner, and I'm like, this guy's weird. This what? is bizarre. Wait, so you had to host with him? No, no, I was on after him, thankfully. Okay. But I okay. said to the producer, has he been doing did this just did he just yeah. spin around and do this like a second ago? It's like no, dude, he's been doing the whole show like this. And he doesn't talk to me, and he doesn't step out of the studio during the break. He didn't talk to me beforehand. <laughs> what the Now, heck? here's what I will say. I know people are probably trying to guess who, who if it's like, was that Eskin back in the day? No, it's not <laughs> that. It, the guy was literally here for maybe four months, and he was gone. 
fired like, or quit? He quit. Nobody has heard okay. from him well, since. Well, I was going to say I would guess quit because if he's— He turned his back if to he's, the station. turned his back yeah, on everyone. If he's quite literally turning his back to uh, his producer, then clearly it, did not want to be there. But it wasn't even the producer. Like, I even—so we used to do crossovers back then, which is where you— Hey, Rob has What do you have coming, coming up next? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm i like, do I even go in there with this guy? Or are we just not doing a cross? So— I approached him during his last commercial break, and I was like, hey, hey, uh, no, I won't reveal his name. I'm like, hey, man, uh, are we? do you want to uh, cross over? He's like. Did he look at you? No. He, he, so he turns around. He says, not really, but if we have to. I'm like, nah, we're good. <laughs> and that was the last words you ever I spoke, ever spoke to, him? to the guy. That was it. Oh, my God. Yeah, really weird. How bizarre. Yeah. I swear to you, man. It was. Dude just didn't like people. Yeah, he didn't like it. Wasn't like I didn't take it personally because I knew like yeah. he'd been doing four hours. But also, staring like at a maybe corner. you're in the wrong business. <laughs> I was gonna say if you hate people talking to callers, yeah, yeah like probably not the right. Might not uh, work out. Field. My guess is if he's still employed, he's working from home in some capacity where he doesn't have to be around. Oh, for human sure. beings. He was happy the for pandemic sure. hit for that reason. Correct. Yeah, which was... I respect. I respect sometimes because like you know sometimes you're just like yeah you're not I don't want to deal with people yeah. People can be tough. People can be tough. Human beings are, are challenging. <laughs> uh, speaking of, no, I'm just kidding. Elliot Shore Parks, generally we talked to him. He's getting his wisdom teeth out. He is. Okay. Which is. is interesting that most folks get it done at like 18 or 19. And then, you know, Elliot yeah, may be a little bit older old than 18 or 19. So we had wisdom this whole time? Ah, Dan. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Little known fact uh, that most people on Twitter probably would disagree with. Elliot had wisdom <laughs> this whole time. And now he's going to lose it. Out. Now it's going to lose it. It's going to get even worse. Shame. It's like, it's like Sansom cutting it. his hair. Was it Sansom? Who was it? I don't know. who cut. Well, I wish Elliot the best of luck. He revealed that on air just on Saturday. He was like, I'm afraid to tell everyone that. Like, I, I've been, because I feel like I'm too, he's like embarrassed the fact that he's old. And I just pointed it out. Uh, and you you just Great. pointed it out. So hopefully Elliot is not listening right Sorry, now. Sorry, Elliot. <laughs> not old. He's in his 30s. Like, yeah, that's people, not old. Like, no, you really not. be subconscious about your age in your 30s. Yeah. Then you're going to be in real trouble later. Yes. <laughs> I mean, take it for somebody who's in their late 20s now like me. I don't know what that means. But anyway. Uh, Elliot's call-in is sponsored by Colonial Hyundai. It's triple rebates. Yes, it is. Only a Colonial Hyundai this month. Shop online 24-7 at ColonialHyundai.com. Colonial Hyundai the faster, easier, better way to buy a Hyundai. All right, so good luck to Elliot on that. Maybe, maybe, we, maybe we should get the check-in at post. Uh, post. You gotta get post. the you gotta get the photo with like the stuff, you know, like the stuff in his cheeks and whatever. Know. The gauze, the gauze. And so you... I, I really hope Elliot isn't listening right now. So I co-hosted Go Birds with him on Saturday. I was feeling him uh, for James Seltzer, who I hope is feeling better. So I don't think Elliot knows what he's in for with with his wisdom teeth. He was like. Yeah, I'm just driving myself. and uh, He's going to drive himself home? Uh, yeah, and I don't think they're going to put me under. And uh, I'm like, well, did you take time off work? He's like, I think I'm on on Tuesday. I'm like, does he think? Oh, that's that's bad. Does he, does like, he think it's like a, fine. Does he think it's like a routine trip to the dentist? I, th- I, I don't know, but I also didn't want to scare him. So it's kind of like walking this fine line of like, I mean, I got mine out over a decade ago. So I, it's, I was going to say, I got blurred. it out at like 17. I, yeah. w- I was in my... Year uh, the the summer after my freshman year in college. Yeah, mine was around then as well. And but he's like asking me like, is it is it gonna hurt? Like, is it gonna be really painful? And I'm like, it sucks for a day. I mean, I I would have pulled to him straight. And also maybe get a ride home. I don't think you should drive (laughs) yourself home after that. Yeah, like I know for a fact. Again, I they they put me under right. So my my mom drove me home right, and Mm -hmm. she was like, 
you were <laughs> this was interesting yeah. i'm like oh god what, what did i say here man <laughs> it was one of those deals man but yeah all right well like you're gonna Back be to sipping luck, stuff through a straw for 24 to 48 hours yeah doing a radio hit tomorrow <laughs> might not be a great idea well you know the other thing is too like they Whenever the word like dry socket is thrown out there, do you did you guys get that whole scare? So, and that's what like, I didn't I didn't want to scare Elliot when he was asking me right. like how Pause. painful it was, yeah. but I know dry I never had it, but I know dry socket was what like they were no trying one, to scare you. Yeah, you, you don't didn't want to get it, but then yeah. I didn't I'm not sure what it is. I don't remember the, what exactly it, it was. Not to get too graphic. Like so where the like where your tooth was. Where the hole is where your tooth was, you don't want to like keep Sucking the blood out of all that other stuff. Okay. Right, I'm going to stop right now. So, <laughs> well, like, anyway. what's that so, hit going to sound like tomorrow? Like, hey, what, Elliot, what are your thoughts on the Eagles? Like, like I mean, like, <laughs> he's definitely going to be swollen. There's no way. going to be gibberish. But you know what? You're going to understand them? Some people, so I only had them on the bottom. I was lucky. I didn't have okay. them up top, too. But mine were impacted. Oh, yeah. Which is nasty business, mm-hmm. man. You, you don't want that. So, um, so it's, I was like, yeah, I was a disaster. I look like I went like you know through like Mike Tyson pounded me around, <laughs> but but my my buddy, I'll never forget this. Like he got him out two days later. We were at the bar. Like he he was like some yeah, people just bounce miss. back quick, man. I bounced back pretty quick. Like I wasn't I wasn't down and out for more than like two days, but I wasn't at the bar two yeah. days later. Well, I was also like not even twenty one. I think when I got my, <laughs> I was we, we may not have been twenty one years old either, when I got mine out. Don't do this, yeah, at I was, home, kids. I was gonna say you said you were nineteen. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. you know. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, we'll keep it moving. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Bam in Upper Darby. What's happening, Bam? Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Devin. What's up, Buzz? <clears throat> How you doing? I'm hanging in there, hanging in there. Can't complain. Can't complain. Good man. But yeah, to my that wisdom teeth thing. I just got two of them out, and I was thirty. I got one at thirty-three, and I'm thirty-eight. I got one at thirty-eight and thirty-three. Damn. I still got two more left to go. Oh, so you're doing like oh. one at a time here? Yeah, why not all at once, Bam? Too much pain. Oh. Too much pain. Okay. I remember when in 2017 I was still like able to see. You know, I'm visually impaired, so right. 2017 I was able to get one out. My mom had to drive me home, but then it's just too much pain to drive home. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. And, and and most people go under, so you're still not. You're still you know whacked out once you once you yeah. somewhat come out of it. Yeah. Yep. No, I but, hear uh, you. I hear you. Bryce Harper signed my man, man. Sign him till he's forty. He want to be a Philly for life. So you he want you play. want to extend him? Yes, please. please. Bam, I'm, I'm worried about what that's going to look like, man. At, mm-hmm. at 38, 39, once once that deals up physically. Yep. And then my, uh, I was telling Buzz back there about the Twitter question. Yeah, I like the Phillies, but I'm rooting. For, me and Ellie going to be probably rooting for the same season starting tomorrow. A union. Yes. Okay. Oh, does their yeah. season start tomorrow? Yeah. Oh. Is that the hat? Is they that have like your the hat? shortest off season of all time. Where's no. Your hat? No, my hat's a lacrosse. Oh, I like that. Is that the new <laughs> Thank team? You. Uh no, it's well, it's the league that the new team is. Part okay. Of. Okay. Yeah, the PLL. And um, then, um, all right. You're yeah. yeah, you're I know you're a big union guy. I know that. Yep. 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 And um to my uh question, the thing we need to get rid of. Yeah. Credit cards, man. Because you know why? You can do it on your phone now. We don't need to carry out plastic cards no more. It's true. It's actually a really interesting point. Yeah, it's good. It is a good point. Bam, good yep. stuff, man. As yep. always, my friend. All right, thanks, guys. All right, man. It. Take care. Yep. Let's get Murray in Mayfair. What's happening, Murray? 
Is this the Dr. Ellis Dental Group? I thought this was a sports station. I didn't know what we're doing. We dental. do it all. It's a, it's a one-stop shop, Murray. Oh, is it? Is yes. it? I have every tooth in my mouth. So I guess that's why I have my wisdom teeth. That's why I have so much sports wisdom. Well, did you? So you have, have you never gotten your wisdom teeth out? No. Wow. Okay. I have every tooth in my mouth. All right. Interesting. Lucky you. I don't have I don't have all the hair on my head, but <laughs> every tooth, you know, I guess you got to make up for there it. There you go. You have great teeth. God gave you great teeth. Follow well, your Well, I take care of it. Yes. I go to a periodontist every three months. Excellent. Good information, Mark. Well, you know, got to take care of yourself. Yes. So what do you want to talk about? You want to get a little trivia, Rob, or do you want to talk about my Dodgers putting the knock fire, on the Dodgers? Fire away, Mer. I'm ready for you. Yeah. Let's go. You're never getting this one. Okay. All right? Yes. Who won the first World Cup? Oh, God. The first World Cup? Um, you heard me. A big event. One of the biggest events. Soccer is definitely not my wheelhouse. But yeah, I'll, but I'll take a well, what sport is your wheelhouse? We'll save that football, for you. Football, baseball, basketball, hockey. All right. College, Who was football, the last player to wear a helmet in hockey? The Dab last one? Put on. uh, Craig McTavish. You got that. You're unbelievable. <laughs> You're the first person that got one of my trivia. I think the last flyer was Brad Marsh. Right. But I think Craig McTavish was the last overall. I'm but, proud of you, Rob. Thank you, Mer. Appreciate and it. And Rob, uh, one of the teams he played for was the Flyers. That's correct. He did. played for the Flyers, the Blues, the Rangers, yep. Edmonton. Yeah, he was a good player. He was a very good player. Yeah. All right. He had that He had that, that, that curly hair, man, that protected him in case, case he had any problems. So are you going to answer exactly. the, the first question All now? right, the first question. Uh, I'm going to go. See, it would be too obvious – and I haven't looked it up, but you can tell, Devin, right? Have I even touched No, the he has not looked it up. Uh, it'd be too obvious to go like England or somebody like that. Or uh, So I'm going to go. France. Can I Can I guess? Yes. You I'm going to go yeah. Argentina. You go, you go to my favorite sandwich shop. What? You, you go to my favorite sandwich shop. You have a connection to my favorite sandwich I do, sandwich yes. Shop. Fink's Hoagies in the Northeast. But right. I didn't mention it. I don't know. Finky and I argue all the time. He hates it when I tell him this. give me a go Dodgers. <laughs> well, that's wild. understandable. Are what? you going to tell us the correct uh, answer right, so to this So Devin question? guessed Argentina. I said France. Who is it? Uruguay. Oh, wow. We were both wrong. Yeah. Do we have a golfer in the room? Is your producer a golfer? Dan? I've golfed maybe five times in my life. I wouldn't throw, say throw I'm a golfer. It throw it our way. All right. Who was the first golfer to break 60? Uh, ben Hogan. Not a bad guess. Anybody else want to guess? Male or female? Uh, I'm not sure about a female, but uh, it's a male. I'll give you the hint. It's a male. I broke sixty in mini golf last week. Does that count? Yeah. You guys, you got a guess, Dan? I do not. No. Right. Uh, I, I would. How say- about you, Devin? Do you have a guess? Um, uh, uh, uh Phil Mickelson, <laughs> the oldest not golfer. Not a bad I guess. Know. Not a bad guess. Who is it, Mer? Al Guyberger. Boy, oh boy. What is this? Beat the hammer? I, I, like, I, I would not have gotten Al Guyberger. <laughs> yeah, these are the beat the hammers. Okay. And- 
Rob, you hold it over the hammer. You're the only one to get a trivia question I, right. I got McTavish. I, I'm, I'm going to stick yeah. to that. I'm gonna, like I'm gonna... I was telling Rob, the hammer comes on, and he says, I'm 200 in this arrogant way. Rob didn't like that I used the word arrogant. I don't know why. Uh, I'm 239 and 38 against all these people. And he's bragging and he's crowing. So I came on and gave him three trivia questions. He got none. Well, it's, hey, look, these are these are tough ones, man. These are. Tough I don't ones. know. I think yeah. they're good ones. Right. No, I think they're good. They're challenging. one more for you. Who is the only guy to win a scoring championship in the ABA, the NCAA, and the ABA? That's an easy one. Rick Barry. Exactly. You got two. Wow. All right, that was sweating. <laughs> sweating now. Beat the Ellis. All right. Beat uh, the Ellis. And, and beat the bird. Look, beat the bird. Yes. You know, one thing. Yes. You play 162 games and you play a short series. Anybody could beat anybody no, in a right. series. Every Wait a minute. Everybody, I believe, in the National League series, every underdog won. Yeah, in no, Vegas, it, it, every Vegas underdog won. It's been, and, and thanks, but I appreciate it. it. It has been a uh, a wild, wild run uh, with a lot. Think about, like, how many people had the Diamondbacks making the playoffs? Even, I mean, let alone getting to a World Series. How many people? And I know Bruce Bochy is is a unbelievable. Probably don't talk about him enough, manager, but. I don't think people thought had the, had the Rangers going as far. Rangers as they, definitely more so than the Diamondbacks. Sure, like there might have been, they were expected to make the playoffs. They were expected to be in the divisional race and yeah. you know make a run. And with Bochy as manager, definitely not Arizona. Yeah, like no one had the Diamondbacks representing the NL in the World Series up until the day they won Game Seven. Frankly, no, it, it, exactly. All right, two one five five nine two nine four nine four. You want to hop in? Uh, I want to. So I'm gonna play again. The Harper on extension, uh, and I want to give you a couple other Bryce Harper bites, but this one did not sit well with me. And again, I really like Bryce Harper, mm-hmm. but the fact that you have eight years left on a deal and you're going to be 38, 39 when the deal comes to a conclusion, this this to me, and I, I heard some of this talk last year, and I'm like, really, we're already talking about an extension for this guy, but here is Bryce Harper on a potential extension with the Phillies. I think there's been communication there uh, you know, between you know, myself and um, Dave and also Scott and Dave as well. Um, obviously, I want to be here for a long time, and um, yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. I mean, short and sweet there. And he, he wasn't going over the top or anything, but there's an acknowledgement there mm-hmm. that this is a thing. But yeah, it is a thing. I just – I'm sorry, man. And and if I'm, if I'm Philly's management – actually, you know what, Dan? Give me Dombrowski's response to – so Dave Dombrowski was on a couple of weeks ago with you guys, Devin, you and Joe and John and Rhea and the entire And it was a great interview. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I, I really did. I thought you guys hit him with all the right questions. And what you can also hear in this soundbite is this guy's a pro's pro. Mm-hmm. He has answered every question. He knows how to maneuver this thing perfectly. But there's also a little message here as well. Here you go. Should he expect a new deal or not? Well, I would not get into any contract situations publicly. Just never really do that. Um, we'll say of the utmost respect for Bryce, tremendous players, said everything for the our our club and, and the team and the city. So he's the type of guy you want to have. Um, he's in a situation where you can always desire or want, anybody can, anything that they would like. Um, we end up making business decisions that sometimes are difficult. But I, I mean, the way one way I would just say it without getting into any particulars is that uh, we're thrilled that he's on board. We, he's, we know he's at Philly for eight more years. And 
um, there's a lot of times to digest things, but it's a situation where um, we're thrilled that he's on board. And um, again, you can desire and want anything you, you would like, but I think it's also the apparent. Noah Bryce, when he gets to spring training under any circumstances, he's ready to go and you know you're going to get 100% from him in every regard. So any good leader... And any, I, I've read too many of these sort of leadership books, but the the one of the things you're supposed to do, and you you open up with some form of praise, mm-hmm. or you put it more, uh, you know, on you, like how how can I help you? That's that doesn't really, you, you know, apply to this. But I thought Dombrowski, circling back to, hey, you can want whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You know, at the same time praising Bryce, we know what a gamer he is. We love that he's he's all in and all that. But he made it pretty clear, like. Hey, I get it. I want things too, but doesn't mean you're getting it. Right. And it doesn't sound to me like listening to that. This is happening anytime soon, or may not happen. Right. It, to me, I I took away from his answer. This we we love that he wants to be. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Here we love Bryce Harper. It's not a priority yeah. right now. And like he's he's here for he he kind of laughs too, and he's like, I mean, yeah. he's here for another eight years. <laughs> like, got got other things to worry about in yeah. the, in the meantime. I think he feels the same. Like he's kind of like, are we really having this discussion? He right. feels equally is, as ridiculous. He thinks yeah. it's equally as ridiculous as we do. He just can't say it as strongly. Yeah. Right, right, and it it is ridiculous. Like what what are we doing here? Why why is and, it necessary? Well, and the, and the more important part of it is he's like Bryce will be ready to go no matter what. Basically saying I don't anticipate he's going to hold out or this will right. change anything. Right. He's right. like. He's asking for gravy. We said no, and whatever. We'll move on. Yeah, and I, I again, I, I wouldn't lose sight of this part of it. This could absolutely be Boris and, and Dombrowski are having this conversation where Boris floats, hey, it's not necessarily about the years. It, it, you know, you want to just sweeten the pot a little bit per year. We'd be okay with that, too. Like, I, I feel like that hmm. is a big piece of this thing, is just yeah. getting his AAV, you know, average annual value up from what it is now because we've seen guys surpass them, which in and of itself is, is absurd. You signed a 13-year deal. You didn't think that the market was going to pass your guy? Like, come on. This is the stuff that really does bother people, and mm-hmm. I get it why mm-hmm. it does. Because Boris is a forward-thinking guy and, like, theoretically could have anticipated this however many years ago. Like, right. it, it's just – it's greed versus wanting what's best for your client. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. So, and, and again, Bryce has been awesome here. There, there, what's not to, to love with the way that he's delivered for this team? He's been great. He has been willing. Look, he came back, in in some people's eyes, two months early from major elbow surgery, uh, changed positions, like all of those things. Yes, they they bode well for his case. Like I guess if you're if you're trying to litigate this thing, and I'm a huge fan, but this stuff to me, it's like, nah, man, I'm not with you right. here. I am not with you here. No, it just seems unnecessary 
all of it. Yeah. And it sounded like Dave Dombrowski also agreed. Yes, yes. Uh, let's play the window cut here, Dan. So Bryce also, you know, sees the writing on the wall for this team. They've gotten close the last couple of years, but, you know, they haven't been able to finish it off. And the core, I would say, that with the, some exceptions, the core of this group is getting to, like, the middle age of baseball. So here's Bryce on the window. That's a big thing. We've got to win more games and understand that, uh, you know, this is this is a window that we we got to win in. And, uh, you know, our ownership deserves that. Our fans deserve that. Uh, Dombrowski deserves that as well, and we do too. So um, we got to go out there and play our game and uh, play Philly baseball, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and, and like we were talking about, I mean, the, the, the question is, can you keep beating the Braves if you get the Dodgers? I mean, this is really what it comes down to. I think this Phillies team is damn good. I really do. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think they had to do a ton in the offseason. Um, but, frankly, talent-wise, you're, you're third. You're third, in, the, in my opinion, in the National League. Behind and Dodgers I, and Braves. Yeah, I'm even putting them ahead of the Diamondbacks who knocked them off. I Frankly, I think that the Phillies just underachieved in that series. So I, I will put, I'd have them third. Would you, would you have them third? Yeah, I just think that last series against the Diamondbacks doesn't sit well with me, and it never will, and I think most Phillies fans will agree on that. But it's also like I'm underwhelmed by the moves that they've made so far this offseason, but then it's, you know, Dan brought up a good point earlier in the show, like their biggest move, what was signing Aaron Nola? It just doesn't feel big because he's already on the team. But a necessary move. And it was necessary, and I I love Aaron Nola. I love a homegrown guy, but, you know, he also – didn't play super well at times throughout the postseason. Like, I don't know. There's just part of me that is a little bit like, are we really just going to run it back? We're yeah. just going to run it back and hope for a different outcome this time around. And yeah. it's really hard for me to to get all in on the Phillies finally making it to the World Series and winning by just running it back with what they had last year that choked. Yeah, I, and that's fair. I, and and one of the things they've all – Dave Dombrowski with you guys, Devin, and um, Rob Thompson with Howard – on Saturday, um, made it a point to talk about uh, chase rate. And if you're not familiar with that, it, that, it's a fancy way of saying, like, you know, we're, we're swinging at bad pitches mm-hmm. far too many times. Mm-hmm. And we know, like, we, we have been drilling this down into our guys all off season. It's something we're emphasizing in the spring. It's something we're going to emphasize all season. We have to be better at that. We can't just, just give outs up like they did, especially in game six and seven. Mm-hmm. And the big, I'm glad to hear that, but the big question is, you know, how much of a difference is this going to make? Some guys just kind of sort of are who they are. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be, a, I think, a big, a big way for them to get better from what you were just saying is if they are more disciplined at the plate, I think this team can have a lot more success. Yeah, I mean, and it's every aspect, too. So more discipline at the plate, um, hopefully bats don't go cold, but also like the bullpen. I know that they, they don't really have a true closer right now going into the season. Um, and look, I'm not saying like, oh, they should have kept Craig Kimbrell because I'm, I'm glad to be rid of that. But I I just feel like they still need maybe a few more pieces to bring in. Um, and like starting pitching wise, I feel like a lot of people forget that they do still have Taiwan Walker, who they're paying a lot of money to. I'm hopeful that he can, you know, be oh, I'm trying to forget that be he's a here. bit more productive this year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of questions going into the season that I guess we'll have to wait and see. I think that one of the other things that David Dombrowski said with you guys was you know, we, we look at thing in things, seasons in thirds, and, you know, we'll, we'll get through the first third and really sort of reevaluate what we need, and then if you have to make a move, make a move. But, yeah, I think there's questions at the yeah. back end of the rotation and, and back end of the bullpen. Well, and health is also a big uh, question 
the the Phillies got pretty lucky as far as health goes last season. Yeah. Right. Like they they got everyone back by the time the playoffs started. Um, and you just hope that they can continue that. Like you look at the Eagles in 2022, they were remarkably healthy. And then you look at this past season, not saying that uh, injuries were the reason for everything that went down with the Eagles, but certainly didn't help. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and I think that's why the, the Whit Merrifield deal is a really good deal for them because what he does is he gives you insurance on two fronts. One, if Rojas, Pache, Marsh just aren't up to it, Mm -hmm. he's a guy you can plug in. Right. Two, Somebody's going to get hurt over the course of 162 games. One of these guys. I, I mean, it does. It could be any of the above. Somebody else. You can fill him in in the outfield. You can fill him in in the infield in most spots. I think he said himself, I, I can play anywhere but catcher and you know pitcher, whatever. But you can you could put him a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. So it's a really smart move that good organizations make bringing somebody like that in. It was a good move. Yeah. And it's not as flashy as some of the other stuff, mm-hmm. but it's. I liked your uh, your tweet about it last night. It hit that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a Philly name that we are not going to get right. There's not so many wits around here. Yeah, like, why do you say a Whitfield? Everyone's going to condense it to Whitfield. He became Whitfield yesterday, yeah. Whit Merrifield became Whitfield, yeah. <laughs> they but, think that's the whole name, Whitfield? Whitfield. Yeah. Nice. I had like four callers call me up and say, I'm, I'm really excited about the Whitfield move. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's good. My all-time favorite, and it be, no one will ever, like at this point, if you don't get Nick Castellanos' name right, like you just oh, never will. Castellanos. The Castellanos, Castellinos. Yes. Like, it's it's funny to me at this point when you, people get his name wrong. We are perhaps more than any other fan base the kings of this. Oh, of, yeah. Of straight butchering names. I yeah. tweeted at you last night that I want them to sign Emmanuel Classe so that everyone can call him Emmanuel Clace. Yes. Clace. <laughs> there is not a chance that this fan base will get a – Hispanic name correct. No Absolutely shot. What well, the like Pat Burrell literally still calling him Burrell some people. <laughs> we know it's Burrell. He it was 25 years ago. And we're still calling him people Burrell. People are just stuck in their ways. Alshon yeah. Jeffries plural. Jeffries plural. Oh god. Yes. Uh Devonta, Devante. Yes. Smith. Chase Daniels who was here for a cup of coffee. It's Daniel. Yes. <laughs> I mean that one. That one screws with your head cuz Daniel yeah. so, as a Daniel myself, it's a first name yeah. like Daniels is a last name. I can yeah. forgive that one. That one's not egregious. Daniels, Daniel. You and he wasn't I mean? he wasn't prominent enough to no. really learn his name. But uh, Lynn Lindros, Lindros, Lindros. There's that whole thing. I mean, there's there's been a list lot. goes on. Yeah, on, on and on and on. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that is, I'm telling you guys, you will get it. You're gonna be like Whitfield. Uh, yeah. Starting at second base today, Whitfield. <laughs> but you're right. There's certain names like you don't hear a lot of wits in the Northeast. No, I don't think I've ever known a wit. I haven't either. No. You don't need wits? No. I think if you're, I don't actually know where he is, where he's from off the top of my head, but I think if you're named wit, you're just automatically from, from the like, the south or the Midwest well, or something. Well, other, that or. Jim Bob. You don't you're automatically from Alabama yeah, if you your name is Jim from, Bob. Like, you're yeah. not from the Bronx if, if you're named Jim Bob. But I also think cause for a man, wit, can, like, I know someone who's named Whitney and he's from, like, Canada. Like Buffalo, New York, like uh, that section, I feel okay. like could be. He's from North Carolina, Whitney. which is the South. Yeah, yeah, that's where that's where Whit Merrifield is. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Whit Merrifield sounds like a very like Whit Merrifield. Yeah, he sounds like a. No, he, he a, went to South Carolina. He, correct. There, there, there's right. no one like if your name's Whit, you weren't born. You didn't go to Temple. No, you didn't go to Temple. <laughs> you weren't born in the Northeast. You didn't. You didn't go to the Jersey Shore. Not growing a lot up. of Delco wits. Not a lot of Delco. Trust wits. me, there's not a lot of wits in Delco. Period. <laughs> But is this thing on? Yeah, there you go. No, but um, and I can say that because I'm from Delco. People, calm down <laughs> before everybody starts going. Tom nuts. Kelly's on line one. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, no, but I, there's that, and then there's the 
what you don't hear anymore, like there's certain names, uh, like you don't hear a lot of newborn baby girls being named Ethel. <laughs> no. What, not I mean? not no. since 1930. That's you know. what I'm saying. Yeah, it <laughs> like, doesn't happen anymore. Right? Yeah. I mean, the thought of it Ruth, is kind of hilarious. Ruth. When was the last time you met a Ruth? Not a lot of, not a lot of that. Not a lot of Ruths, no. 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 I, I, I would say, and like there's, not to get into this too deep, but if you're if your birth name is Richard, you're going by Richard Rick these days. Would we agree? Oh God, not yeah. the other this alternative. This has been like a common uh, discussion yeah. on the. Well, Jody show Mack that, won a line yeah, of the year for this for the nickname Dick. Like how, how he said if your name was go from Richard. To he Dick. said if your name was Rich or Richard, why would you accept Dick? <laughs> that was the line of the year on the morning okay. show. It yeah. was. So anyway, we're talking yes. about the name, yes, the name, just the name, the name just the name. But but anyway, that you don't you don't hear a lot. Like I'm trying to. What are some other male? You know, what would be the equivalent of Ethel? Um, well, we looked it up one week on Saturday. Apparently, the name Glenn has dropped out of the top of thousand. Really? Which come to think of it, I didn't know any Glens. Yeah, like Glenn doesn't seem like like imagine having a baby and it, being like, "This is baby Glenn." It doesn't sound <laughs> it doesn't sound as ancient as Ruth or Ethel because I think you automatically grew up in the Roaring Twenties if that's your name. But yeah. Glenn, like, I don't I don't I didn't know any Glens. Yeah, I don't think I I don't think I know a Glenn. Oh, let me think. I mean, other than Mac. other than Mac, now you have any other anyone know any other Glens? No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Glenn Rivers. I mean, oh the, the, god. But are there any like if athletes? There's any reason to never name a kid Glenn. Glenn, but like, there are no athletes today. Glenn, Glenn Robinson the third. Glenn Robinson was the only, but yeah. the third. He was named after someone. His dad. Yeah. His dad. But like, are there any like uh, uniquely named Glens in the sports world? I can't. Not really. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. All right. I, I wouldn't have thought Glenn, but you're right. Uh, that that is a kind of phased out. Yes. But now I can't think of any like older male names. Male names like for female, it's a, it's easy like Ruth, Ethel, Esther. Ingrid, Esther. Like I can't think of a, a male name aside. Like Glenn is a good one. Like what what else is there? For, you know, okay, like Patty so, for women. Well, so the number one name I looked up the number one name in the 1930s in America was actually Robert. Yes. So yes, yeah, I feel like men have the like it's have the names constant, that serve like, the test of time more so Robert, than women. Robert, John, James, Joe, Richard. Yeah. The like top they... the top five women names in, 19, in the thirties were Mary, Betty, Barbara, Shirley, and Patricia. Not a lot of Shirleys. <laughs> not a lot of Bettys. No. Yeah. Yeah, women names. I guess I never really thought about it, but just tend to cycle more. Like we, it's yeah. become a lot of like Caitlin. You know, like we we've we've moved Taylor. But yeah. even but even there are new guy names. Like how many Aidens were there? You know, Austin, yeah. Aiden. Yes, a lot of the A's. Brock. Brock. I don't know why that name just came Brandon. Brandon feels newer, newish. Yeah. That's, all right. All right. <laughs> we could, we could run down the names. Where is Jimmy Kemsky? Speaking of names. Speak James. Uh, <laughs> James it, Kemsky. It is 8 o'clock, uh, and you're listening to 94 WIP HD1 Philadelphia Live from the Tasty Cake Studios. I am Rob Ellis. In for Joe DeCamera, John Ritchie, Rhea Hughes. James Seltzer. Devin is not in for anybody. Devin is herself uh, <laughs> part of the morning show. So Devin is hanging out. We're going to talk to Jimmy Kemsky from Philly Voice momentarily, 930. Looking forward to this, talking to Alex Coffey. She's down in Clearwater. They, get, they got rained out yesterday. It was a mess, but they're back on the field, I see, today. A little cloudy, but it looks like a, a, a nice day there, all things considered, uh, in Clearwater. So we'll talk to her in a little bit. Time for the Twitter poll question of the day, sponsored by Armin Chevrolet. It's truck season at Armin. Available 2.9% financing for up to 72 months on all new light-duty Armin Silverados. Together, let's drive Armin Chevrolet 
Com. All right, so let's go with the uh, the question that we have. See where we are here, Devin. Hmm. The question is, what are you most looking forward to in Philadelphia sports? Eagles free agency, Philly season, Joel Embiid return, Flyers second half uh, are the options. So I think we've covered all the gamuts uh, there, or the gamut, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, of, of what's out there. And you're still cold. I know that, too. I am still cold. It's freezing I in here. I turned it up during the break. No, it feels like it got colder somehow. Uh, all right. So we got to take care of that as well. It's, there's like a breeze coming in. Can there is a breeze. That? There's, like a, there's right Yeah, Some, there's a drift. Something happening. In here. Is that window open? Does somebody open the window? Or we, can we jump out? these windows no. do. <laughs> all right. I'm kidding. All right. So joining us right now does an awesome job covering the birds for Philly Voice. Uh, that would be the one and only. Uh, there we go. Jimmy Kemsky. Jimmy, what's going on, my man? Did you forget who was coming on there? For no, a I knew you were on. My mouse wasn't working. I'm a, see, Jimmy, I am a creature of habit, and I'm totally thrown off. You know why? Because I had to move over one seat in the studio because the the computer's not work. I'm a nut, man. I'm like Rain Man. You know what I mean? I, okay. I need my things. I need my Judge Wapner and all the other stuff at the same time. Uh, Jim, so much to get to, man. But let, let's start with the most pressing, I think, issue among Eagles fans is Hassan Reddick and where this thing plays out. Like Devin and I were talking earlier and, you know, some people view this as a rebuild. I think that's absurd. You know, when you're, when you're talking about a, a, a quarterback who's making 250 million, a coach who's still here, blah, blah, blah. Like, and you would be a, subtracting arguably the best player on the defensive side of the ball. Where do you think stand things stand with this? And what would you do if you were the Eagles with Hassan Reddick? Yeah, I mean, they have good players, obviously, still. And you look at the landscape of the NFC, and the 49ers are obviously very good. They're going to lose players this offseason. Dallas just kind of always is what it is. <laughs> you know, they, they can compete next yeah. year. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see what they do this offseason. But I'm with you. They're certainly not going to you know, tear anything down, rebuild, or anything like that. Um, as far as Reddick goes, he's been underpaid for the last two years. They got one hell of a bargain when they signed him yeah. two years ago. And then obviously he had the amazing season in 2022. And for my money, he was the, uh, he was the NFL defense player of the year wow. in 2022. If you're including the playoffs, because he had that run at the end of the season, he had the run during the playoffs. He had the huge game against the giants. He had the monster game against the 49ers when he knocked out Brock Purdy and, you know, made another, made a bunch of other, you know, huge plays in that game. You know, last year's numbers were down significantly. In my opinion, he still had double digit sacks. For the fourth time in four years, he's uh, like no question about it. He is a very, very valuable player. So, you know, if you're going to trade him for something, uh, it's because he wants a lot of money. And, you know, he's the 16th or 17th, maybe even 18th, something like that. Uh, highest paid uh, edge rusher mm. in the NFL, which, you know, it's, it's really not, it's that low. Jeez. Yeah. So obviously that is not. Um, you know, commensurate with the production that he's given the Eagles over the last two years. So he wants to get paid. He even got asked you know, during training camp this past uh, summer, point blank, are you underpaid? And, you know, he can come out and just say, yeah, but he said, you know, I think we can all see, you know, like my production. I thought he handled it well, actually, Jim. What's that? I thought he handled it well. He did, for sure. But, I mean, I, he he also indicated that he knew full well that his pay is not commensurate with his production. So he wants more money and he wants to play in Philadelphia. He's from here. He's from Camden. He went to Temple, obviously, as we all know. And, uh, you know, I think he wants to play here and 
but he wants to play here and, and make more money. And, you know, I don't know if the Eagles want to give him more money. I mean, we'll see. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's kind of interesting how that report was sort of uh, put out and then his reaction to it saying that he didn't want to be traded. So, you know, you kind of start thinking about where that, re, you know, where, where's that source coming from? Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's kind of an interesting situation. If they do trade him, they have to get something really good in return for him because, like I said, he's a very valuable player. Um, yeah, Jimmy, I know that this offseason, of course, defense is going to be what a lot of the focus is is with, you know, bringing in new players, drafting players. But there are a few free agents coming up on the offensive side. You know, you got Quez Watkins, DeAndre Swift. Where do you think the Eagles' priorities lie and where do you think they should be in terms of offensive players and, you know, keeping guys like DeAndre Swift? Yeah, I think that when you look at the way that the Eagles build their roster, they – build for long-term in the draft and they address the most, what they deem to be the most important positions there. So quarterback, obviously, and then beyond that, you know, offensive line, specifically offensive tackle, even in the interior, they, they really prioritize that as well. And then edge rushers, um, you know, interior defensive linemen, and then somewhat to a lesser degree receivers and cornerbacks. That's where you're going to see them taken in the draft. Free agency, they're looking to fill those, what they deem to be, lesser positions with sort of competent players so that they don't have to reach for guys uh, in the draft. And that includes positions like running back and linebacker and safety. So, you know, we'll see what they do this off season, but I think in free agency, you're going to see those positions addressed cornerback or excuse me, not cornerback safety linebacker receiver. As you mentioned, Quez, Julio Jones, Alameda Zacchaeus, all free agents coming up. I don't think any any of the three are coming back for various reasons. Uh, at safety, they they have to bring in another guy because Sidney Brown tore his ACL at the end of the year. I don't know if they'll just sign a Band-Aid veteran or if they'll actually address the position, like, you know, with a guy that actually has some skill and upside as opposed to, you know, a guy that might be on the downside of his career, which they've kind of tried to do at safety and linebacker over the last few years. And then, obviously, at linebacker, they're going to have to do something there because – the linebacker play was just atrocious in 2023, and they can't keep – I mean, you look at what the 49ers did to them. You look at what the Dallas Cowboys did to them. Teams are going to – they're going to expose you if you have an obvious significant weakness on your defense, whether that's a spot that you deem important or not. So they have to do something more at linebacker than what they did this offseason, and I don't think they can put all their eggs in the Kobe Dean basket like they did last year, and I don't think that, you know, Dean slash Zach Cunningham is – like a legitimate plan, if that's what it is, you know, heading into the soft season, they have to bring in a, a better linebacker and, 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 you know, help that group. So when it comes to linebacker, do you think that I, – I totally agree with you. I think most Eagles fans would. But do you think that Howie Roseman would agree with you? Because I know that he's come out and said, you know, after the season kind of in defense of Cunningham's <laughs> yeah. play – of of uh, Nicobe Dean, like, do you think that they realistically will actually make a move or a change at linebacker? It's weird that he got into that too, because he was asked a question about the defensive line, and you know, it was really more about the the underperformance of the defensive line, and you know, whether he felt that the prioritization of I guess, um, you know, the, the positional value or whatever would change this offseason, you know, given that the defensive line underperformed. And then he really, like, honed in on the linebacker position where he, you know, sung Kobe Dean's praises for a little while, and then he kind of transitioned into how well Zach Cunningham played 
So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he was just sort of uh, setting expectations on what their offseason plan would be at linebacker, but we've seen them over the course of the last decade, I mean, for as long as I can remember, really, just undervalue that position. So I don't know that things are going to change just because they were atrocious mm. in 2023. They've been atrocious in plenty of other seasons as well at linebacker, and, you know, that, that formula sort of hasn't changed that position. So, you know, I don't, I don't know that, um, you know, they're going to – they're certainly not going to make a big, splashy free agent acquisition, I don't think. And I don't think they're going to spend, like, a first-round pick, obviously, on a, on a linebacker since they've never done it. They haven't done it since, you know, the 70s. So, like, I, don't, I don't really see that changing a whole lot, but they have to do more than what they did last season, no question about it. All right, you're with Jimmy Kemsky, Philly Voice. Jim, let me ask you, and, and you know, Chris Sims doing Chris Sims things, uh, you know, and, and the other day talked about how – Jalen Hurts is the most overrated player, you know, in football. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, of course <laughs> okay. he did. Uh, he's, he's, you know, Skip Bayless Jr. But nonetheless, um, let me ask you about him. I mean, where do you fall on this? Is he overrated to an extent? Is there a lot of work to be done? Or is it just a little bit of a tweak when it comes to Jalen, uh, considering all things that went down last year, you know, coaches being fired, et cetera? I don't think anyone's really – you know, overhyping Jalen Hurts right now. Like, obviously, he had an amazing season in 2022, uh, coming off you know a season. Of, you know, 2021, he kind of came into that season, the first year as, as you know him being the full time starter came into that season with, all right, let's see what you got. Kind of kind of a tryout, and he did well enough where they didn't go, you know, full on going after a, a different quarterback. They did try to trade for Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson didn't didn't work out uh he wound up being their quarterback in 2022 we all saw what happened like took him to the super bowl was arguably the best player on the field in that game with Patrick Mahomes on the field as well and then you know expectations were obviously raised with his performance and of course the contract that the huge 50 million dollar a year contract that came with it and a lot of things went wrong with, with the Eagles in 2023 uh you know you can blame the offensive scheme and I think that's fair I think you can blame play calling to some extent and that's fair but Jalen Hurts has to shoulder a lot of that blame, too, because, you know, I just didn't see the progression that we saw from 2021 to 2022. And, I mean, really what we did see was a regression mm-hmm. from him, you know, the, the way that he you know, sort of saw the field and the way that um, you know, his accuracy, I, I don't think, was as good as it was in 2022. I think that when, you know, obviously when opposing defenses, they got into a groove late in the season against the Eagles, just blitzing the hell out of them, and the Eagles and Hurts you know, the scheme, the play calling, and Hurts just as a player didn't handle any of that really well. So he's got a lot to prove in 2024. You know, nothing's going to happen there, obviously, for a while. Like, they're married. The, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles are married for the foreseeable future. So nothing's going to happen there, obviously. But, yeah, I think, I think he's got to bounce back in a big way in, in 2024. And I don't know that overrated is, is sort of like the way I put it because I don't see anyone out there calling him the top 10 quarter or the top five quarterback like they were a year ago, but, you know, so I don't know who cares what Chris Sims has to say, but like, <laughs> you know, obviously Jalen Hurts has to be better in 2024 than he was last year. Well, and I want to get your opinion on that. Jimmy is one of uh, my final questions here for you. Like what are your realistic expectations for Jalen Hurts and the Eagles? I know it's early in the off season, um, but just heading into next season, I feel like expectations were so high for the team. It was basically Super Bowl or bust in the 2023 season. So obviously we're super let down with that. You know, can fans get 
excited about this team going into next season. And, you know, we talked about how it's not going to be a rebuild year likely, but um, where are your realistic expectations set for this team moving forward? I mean, he's put, he's in a situation still where there's no reason he shouldn't excel. He's got, you know, one of the best, if not the best one, two wide receiver combination in the NFL. Got a really good tight end in Dallas Goddard. Even if Jason Kelsey retires, he's still going to have you know, one of the best offensive lines in the NFL playing in front of him. Uh, we'll see what they do at running back. But, you know, I mean, he's set up to have a good season with the personnel that he has around him. And then, you know, I think the, the hiring of Kellen Moore is going to help, you know, bring new concepts, you know, legit big boy concepts <laughs> to this offense where, you know, they're going to do more stuff with motion, I imagine, uh, which, you know, was almost completely absent from from their offense over the last few years under under Nick Sirianni and Brian Johnson and whoever else. So yeah, I mean, I, I think you know the new ideas, the fresh ideas as they put it, uh, will help him you know, sort of not, maybe not mask, but teams have, have gotten a handle on what the Eagles want to do and they figured out how to stop it. So I think that you know a, a new face, new coordinator will help him and the offense be a little more unpredictable. So that'll help. But, yeah, I mean, he's got the talent. He's obviously – he made plays of his legs. Didn't see him as being as fresh with his legs as he was in, you know, 2021 and 2022. But he can make plays of his legs. He made plays with his, with his arm. I think he's still a top-ten quarterback. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. Jimmy, last one for me, and you just kind of touched on it a little bit here. Um, in your opinion, were both the coordinators just completely over their head? I mean, or is there is it deeper than that? You know, is there a, a big Nick factor in here? Like, like what happened, man? I, I think everybody's sort of searching for answers. I think Desai was maybe a little in over his head. Uh, Patricia certainly should not have been. <laughs> I don't oh. know how you look at Matt Patricia and go, yeah, let's make a – I bet neither of make, them have been hired by anybody yet, right? Let's – make a switch when we're 10 and three yeah and let's do it with that guy i, I it just blows my mind i but they did it at the time and then you know in hindsight obviously it, it, it all went horribly so yeah i mean the defensive side of the ball just it didn't work out I, I, a little more gray area on the offensive side of the ball because again it's nick sirianni's offense and you know brian johnson's just kind of picking you know picking entrees off the menu mm-hmm. and you know, we don't know exactly how much Nick sort of inserted his uh, authority in game on what he wanted called in certain situations. So, you know, it's maybe a little unfair that Brian Johnson got just kind of yeah thrown under the bus, left out of here unceremoniously. But again, there's a lot of gray area there in terms of who was actually responsible for what, but. You know, I do think they needed a change on that side of the ball, and, and, and I think they did the right thing in replacing him with, with another guy. But, um, yeah, it's, it's maybe not all Brian Johnson, and, and certainly Nick Sirianni had his hands on, on the offensive failings in 2023 as well. All right, you got links to all of his work at Jimmy Kemsky on Twitter. You can follow him uh, as well, phillyvoice.com has all of his work. He's got his, you know, three free agents. It might make sense for the Eagles uh, version 1.0. How many versions are we going to get to, Jim? I'm thinking like seven. <laughs> what, what are we at? No, I'm not that bad. You're not Mel uh, Kiper? Okay. No, I'll do like three oh. probably. So I'll get to like nine guys. Okay. I'll usually hit on a few you know, each year when I do them. Fair enough. Jim, always appreciate some time, man. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate All right, it. Take care. That is Jimmy Kemsky from Philly Voice.
All right, we'll step aside. We'll come back, continue to get your reaction on everything from Harper one inning in extension, Chris Sims calling uh, Jalen Hurts the most overrated player in football, a bunch of other stuff aside. We got a couple of good sides here for you, the outdated traditions, uh, not only in sports but in the world. And I want to dip into something else. Oh, boy. Most people have three-day weekends, mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of people, mm-hmm. regular civilians, uh, have three-day weekend uh, this weekend. Uh, I want to tie that into something and the simple pleasures in life. So we'll talk about that as well uh, when we get back. Devin Caney, Rob Ellis, WIP Sports Time is 817. Devin, here's your song. This is... (laughs) This is Rocket Man, uh, yeah. not to be confused with Crocodile Rock. <laughs> that was that was a pretty big swing of this. Crocodile yeah, was, Rock and Rocket Man. Although there bad. is a rock in both. So thank you. I think that's what got me. I heard him say rock, and I was like, oh, Rocket Man. So sorry. That's a stretch. Sorry. See, I'm too nice. Like you, they would have hammered you. Like, like Joe and John. Oh my God! It would have been like replayed ten times by now. Yes. Yeah. Dan, are you doing the morning show at all this week? No, I'll submit it to James uh, for drop uh, of no, the week. No, please yeah. don't. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> you knew exactly where I was going. <laughs> somehow I, ha- I, I think, have sources within the morning show. Yeah. Somehow I think we may hear that again. I, I'm just saying. I don't know. We, you never know. You never know what could happen. Maybe on Wednesday or Friday. I'm just saying. Oh, God. And that's when you'll be on this week, correct? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. We'll be on, and I'm sure it will come back up. So thank <laughs> yes. you. I'm just teasing. All right. Um, so mentioned before the break. Three-day weekend for a lot of folks, and if you're just waking up, uh, Rob Ellis in for Joe, John, and the crew. Devin hanging with us until 10 o'clock. Dan Wilson producing the program. Appreciate you uh, joining us. So if you do have a three-day weekend, awesome. Good for you. Um, it, it, it's. I would think that that's something that, that normal people would really appreciate. It, it's. It, but for us, we view it as a, a totally different way. Like, man, that would be so cool to have that, but we just don't have it. <laughs> It's such a foreign concept. We're like, wow, what's yeah. that like? But it's a simple pleasure in life for some. Where it others, is. it would be so great. A nice, a, yeah. a rare three-day weekend. You know, this time of year can be pretty bleak, I think. you know, I agree. It's the the weather stinks. tough. Fre- well, January's the toughest, but then February's still, you know, yeah. pretty tough. It's it's cold. NFL season's over. There's all-star say, at least, break. At least January, you have football. February, right, you don't. February after Super the Super Bowl like happens is the worst sports month it's the worst weather month like yeah just everything sucks pretty much until like spring training really gets yeah. going in the ncaa tournament yeah. I, th- I think march is when you start to turn the page because you're sort of you're feeling spring a little bit mm-hmm. you know you, you do have spring training and all that which, which i think helps march madness helps certainly you know you're that's when you start to turn the corner if you're in the winter doldrums. Yeah. But, but again, still weather-wise, you don't know. March and April are mixed bags, man, in this this part of the country. 70 degrees followed by 30 degrees. Yeah. You, don't, you don't know what you're getting. Yeah, you it's don't. why uh, I don't like March either. January, February, March, just three worst months of the year. Wow. I know people like March, but I don't like it. It just reminds me of like My brown. birthday's in March, so oh, I'm, a little, sorry. I'm a little partial to March. <laughs> That's all right. You hate March. When's That's your okay. Birthday? I, March 10th. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I like March. It's, Go it's, fund me. Uh, no it's spring coming back. You usually get at least some glimpse of yeah. warmth. 
but I, I, I feel like it's always a fake out. So it'll be like 70 degrees one day and then it's like 30 degrees and snowing the next totally. in March and you never, it's like you think it's spring and then it gets taken away by mother nature and you're like, oh, it's mother nature's so version nice. of when you're texting someone, you see the three dots and then it goes, and away, then it goes away and you get no response. Yes. That, exactly. That's the mother nature's version of that. But as a self-avowed hot hater, you, you still like that it's chilly. <laughs> I mean, you are anti-heat. I am anti-heat. Anti-shorts. I'm not anti-shorts. Mm. I just think, well, I think that winter and fall fashion is better. Okay. Like, aren't you comfier in a hoodie and jeans right now I'd than much you rather would be, be in, in like, a t-shirt? No. I'd rather no? Be, not well in this freezing studio. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. I, Wasn't I, it this show that debated when it's appropriate to wear hard pants versus soft pants? Yep. Yep. Like it's hard pants season. It is hard pants. Season. Yeah, and hard pants are uncomfortable, but soft pants are great. So. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to avoid that. All right. So um, it, it just got it got me to thinking. Yeah. You, how do, you, how do I, we get from three I, day I week? I have no idea to hard pants. The simple pleasures in life: <laughs> wearing soft pants. <laughs> Oh, because it's three day weekend. You need it's so bleak this time of year. Yeah, you know people need it's a nice some, simple need pleasure. A, need a little break. All right, what need would, a little pleasure. So would that be your simple pleasure, the three day weekend? Oh no, because we don't get a three day weekend. True. What here. would yours? Be? Um, mine would be, I love having a nice glass of wine at the end of the day. That's a good one. You know, before before I start making dinner, just get home, feed my dog, pour a glass of red, relax. Oh. All right, now here's the question: When you do the morning show. Mm-hmm. Are we are we dipping into the red at like ten fifteen when you get home? <laughs> is that, is no, that a little too early? That's a little too early. I will okay. say it, the morning show makes makes the five o'clock somewhere come up probably by like four p.m. Yeah, that's where you're Fridays. like it's noon somewhere, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. But yeah, no, ten's a little early. Okay, I try to hold off. Dan, how about you? What's a simple pleasure yeah, in life? I was going to go weather again. I think going to that March thing, that first short stay of the year, yeah, is awesome. I'll tell Devin that. I know, I know, yeah, but I don't that, know why I hate it. That first short I, I, I remember playing baseball in high school. Once you got that first day where you didn't have to bundle oh. up, because oh, you can actually hit a ball and it doesn't hurt your that, hands. That first week of practice, it did not it's matter. Painful. You could have had a warm February. That March first practice, Shaking automatically twenty five degrees every single I year. Agree with and you. then a week or two in, you got like a 55, 60 degree day where you're wearing long sleeves and shorts. Awesome, totally. I think. When it when you have like that random warm day or like the first warm day of the year, it always feels so unnatural because you haven't worn shorts or a yeah, t-shirt in so long. Yeah. So I think that's why I don't like it. And also when it comes to spring sports, uh, growing up, rowing crew was my main sport. Yeah. And it kind of started, it was really hard in the early springs. That was when we were like training. So yeah. I also think that's still ingrained in my mind. Yeah. And I associate that with like March and I hate it. I get it. But yeah, I, the thing with baseball was like if you don't, in that kind of cold, if you don't hit it cl- on the sweet spot, oh. you are in so much pain. Your hands are killing. If you hit it off the end of the bat, oh. it, it's the worst feeling in the world in the cold. Yeah, and that it. first game of the year was always freezing. Yes, and you you hit it and you yell some expletive just to try and offset the pain because right. it's awful. And the problem is, like you're unlike other sports, you're not moving. Like at least with crew, you're you're constantly moving. Right mm-hmm. with baseball, there is a lot of standing still, man, and you could. Yeah. yeah it's but on the other side of things, I always feel bad for baseball players when it's like 105 degrees out and yeah. they're in their, their pants. Like those uniforms are, are heavy. The, the dog days of are, summer. Are they soft yeah. pants or are they hard pants? That's a really good question. Wow. Baseball <laughs> those pants are, soft are like pants. A, in between. They're, it, but like 
They're not like sweatpants. I never heard of this term until you introduced it. Hard pants. <laughs> I mean, it does make pants. sense. Like how flexible your pants are. Right. Okay. And baseball pants are like a in between, hmm. I suppose. They're in between. You need pants. to get them like Lululemons. Is that what is that what you're saying? Yeah, maybe. All right. Some joggers. Like George Costanza getting yes. out of the, uh, yeah. the right guy. <laughs> no, I so I think we appreciate that first short stay of the year so much more living in the Northeast. I agree. Like if you People California, you're like whatever. Florida and California, like yeah. they don't have seasons. No. Like yeah. you, you don't appreciate a nice day because you have it all the time. No, that's true. true. That's true. true. All right, so I, here's mine. I like a nice hot shower. Mm. Like I can love a hot shower. Think I can I can just chill for a minute. And I, I used to drive. My dad would go nuts because I would take long showers. What are you doing? You can run up. You're the wasting bills. the water bill. Yeah, he would lose his mind. But I, like, you need sometimes you got to just chill in there. So mm-hmm. I'm going with a nice warm. You go like shower. scalding hot water. I do like it really hot. Okay. Yeah, you, I do too. You would hate it. What? No, I do. Oh, I that's like okay. really hot water. Yeah. But I feel like men are typically like they they think that women shower with really hot like no they like more tepid water. Hell no, I can't do the cold thing. Like I I no way. no. And people who say that it's uh they claim that it's healthier to do cold showers. Yeah. Like, oh my god. What's the, the Costanza line? They're for psychotics. My buddy yeah. has. I mean they are. My buddy has a cold tub that he he has yeah, no. outside mm-hmm. of his house, and he he jumps in it every day, and he raves about it. But I I can't do it, man. So dumb question. Raves about like what? It's, what, it's what really it good in Muscles? terms of it, it helps your joints. Okay. It, it, it is. Uh, it helps with any kind of infl- – it's anti-inflammation. It, okay. it, it It actually, like, cleans out your, your – not cleans out your system. I don't <laughs> – it, it, it helps. It's good for the soul. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, a, like an Cleanses your aura. You, yes. you know what I'm saying. You guys know what I'm saying. The more I talk, the more I'm going to get myself in trouble with this one. But anyway, he, he raves about it. But I'm like, dude, not for me. Not for me. Yeah. Whatever works. No. Ugh. All right. Sounds anyway. painful. Oh, by the way, speaking of, I brought this up yesterday. And I'll jump back to the to the Phillies and the Eagles here. And I want to play that Rick Pitino cut for you guys uh, as well. But I, I, I've been attempting to watch True Detective Season 4 mm-hmm. with Jodie Foster. Yeah. And, and they're, they're, I've been watching it. I hate it. I think it stinks. Okay. Okay. I've watched, so... I watched four episodes and I'm done. I'm is out. that all that's been out so far? Well, I don't know, but I, I I almost forced myself to go through three and four. It stinks. So it started out really promising. Like I was excited because I haven't loved True Detective since season one. Season was one's amazing. off the charts. And I season two was terrible to me. Season three, I never I was got so into. bummed at season two because my guy from Friday Night Lights was in it, and it just stunk. Yeah, and it just didn't really pan yep. out. Um, and I was hopeful because season four, I felt like, was probably the, it seemed the most similar to season one, just yeah. in like the eerie, yeah. like. And, and Jodie cool, Foster's like, nice usually country. awesome. Yeah. And I will say, I don't hate it, but as the episodes go on, I'm like, mm, I don't know if I like this that much. Like, it's just. I not, don't like anybody. I'm not yeah. trying to like ruin it for anyone. I just, it, it, it's not doing it for me. Yeah. It's, and I, I'm having trouble like keeping track of the different characters and like what's going on. And yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I don't hate it as much as season two or season three. Okay. I will say that. Right. But it's not, it's definitely disappointed. I'm bummed. I am yeah. bummed. All right. I want to play this for you. Now, we don't do a lot of college basketball, but usually coaches will just blow smoke and, hey, you know, we, we, we great effort, even though we came up a little bit small and we're going to get them next time and blah, blah, blah. Rick Patino, who was the head coach at St. John's, kind of went the opposite route here. So his team lost yet again, and they're, they're free-falling a little bit here. They lost to Seton Hall. Here's what he had to say about his players after the game. We are so non-athletic 
that we can't guard anybody without fouling. It's been that way the year, but we came out in the second half and we knew they would come after us, but you have to move the ball. And we just took four minutes of rush shots. I think they're unathletic. I don't think they move well laterally. I don't think they're going to pick it up in the next week. Uh, I think they're slow laterally. I mean, Sean Conway gives you everything he can. He's slow laterally. About five guys are slow laterally. Even, even the Celtics, when we lost, I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we lost in that following year, but this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had. Wow. <laughs> I know. I'm wow. pumped up to play for that guy. Woo! Let's go. <laughs> the most unenjoyable experience I know, I've had. I need that as like a drop. This has been the most unenjoyable experience. This is I've like had. some this is like some Bob Bobby Knight stuff. It's like you guys suck. You can't play for me. Okay. Like you got you guys will never <laughs> amount to anything. Like you try and light a fire under them. Right. Or here's what he's doing. Hey, you guys want to jump in the transfer portal? See ya. See ya. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll bring somebody in who's athletic who can move laterally unlike you guys. That was that was cold. That was very cold. That was, that was cold. Tough. Love the uh, honesty, though. He was very you know? blunt. Uh, the, 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 yeah, it's the... kind of refreshing, right? To hear, look, they're not St. John's isn't you know my team at all. But uh, as an outsider listening to that, it's kind of refreshing to hear a coach tell it like it is. Versus like, oh man, you know we got to just like work on transition and and, and get our <laughs> lateral moves down, Pat, and, and we'll be fine. Well, I thought all like, lies. Well, the one thing, like he can, if you do that, at least you're breaking down like. You know, it's the, the, the X's and the O's to an extent or whatever. When he went, this is the least enjoyable experience. This is the least I've had. enjoyable experience. Like, whoa, okay. You uh, good? You chose this, coach, <laughs> by the way. Um, all right, so we were discussing this a little bit earlier, and the Bryce Harper extension and, and, the, and the two main you know themes here have been uh, also the Jalen Hurts and Chris Sims that he's overrated. But I, I do want to also get it back to the Sixers that we were discussing earlier, too. Mm-hmm. Because – and again, 215-592-9494 if you want to hop in. I know right now it looks incredibly bleak. They haven't been able to get, been able to get out of the second round with Joel Embiid, period. Uh, you know, Sixers fans sat through the process, everything that goes into that. And then on top of it, he's hurt. You know, on top of it, uh, the, you know, there, there's just a lot of frustration with this team. But, and it's funny because you and I were talking last night, and, mm-hmm. and we, we see this exactly the same way. Like, we're probably the only two people in Philadelphia who see it this way, too. Yeah. Like, I really like the Buddy Heald move. Mm-hmm. And I just think what this can look like with Maxi, who's an all eight ten points last night in the All-Star game, by the way. But with Maxi, and, you know, if these other guys can come back, Melton and Batum and those guys, Embiid rested. If he can get a couple of weeks in to play with them, and these guys are going to play with each other for, like, the next two, three weeks before Embiid comes mm-hmm. back. I'm telling you, man, with no expectation is when I think they're going to surprise everybody. I totally agree. And and I think when we said this, when we were on the phone talking about the show last night, we were both kind of in shock. Like, oh, wait, I, I actually agree. I, most I people honestly say, thought you were going to say no, right. they have no shot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there are so many people in that camp. And you know what? That's fair. You can have your opinion. I just think that if you have been watching the Sixers since they really added, since the trade deadline, since they added Buddy Heald, um, and campaign, they really have been playing, I don't want to say incredibly, but promising. Very given the players and pretty well who will come back yeah. and then add to what they already have. Buddy Heald is amazing. He is a game changer. And look, his contract is up at the end of the season. Hopefully they re-sign him. 
But I don't think that all is lost this season. I'm not in the camp of like, oh, well, they didn't do anything. You know, they traded away Pat Bev and and they're just throwing in the towel on the season. I don't agree with that whatsoever. I think this team will surprise people in the postseason. I absolutely do, especially under Nick Nurse, who has been incredibly impressive. I think he meshes so well with these guys. He brings the best out of guys like Joel Embiid, like Tyrese Maxey, and I think he'll do the same with Buddy Heald and the rest of the guys on the team. Yeah, I, I, I look, and that's the other thing. The Nick Nurse thing can't be, be overlooked. Like, I, I just think you, you had a coach who was asleep at the wheel the last few years, willing, mm-hmm. unwilling to make adjustments, un, unable to make adjustments, whatever, whatever, whatever the reasoning was. That's not Nick Nurse. I, mm-hmm. I think you have a much better shot. And I also look at the East. Yes, Boston's really good, no doubt. I don't. Nobody else really scares me. Milwaukee's mm-hmm. a disaster with Doc Rivers right now. Yeah. They're, they're a mess. Mm-hmm. The, you had other teams like the Cavs and the Knicks who were good, but they're not world beaters. So I mean, the Sixers just beat the Cavs. Right. Super without, shorthanded. Yeah, super shorthanded without Embiid, without a lot of guys. Yeah, so I, I think there's – I'm telling you, man, I, I and I said it earlier, I think they get past the second round. I, yeah. I, I will go out on, on a limb, and Devin is on the limb with yeah. me. And if you've right? lost hope in the Sixers – there's still time to get back on the train. That's right. Yeah, we accept. I'm. I'm not. I've never been one of those guys like, no. Oh, you know. Well, I've heard on. a lot of that lately. You know, since since Joel Embiid went out and since the trade deadline, I've heard a, a ton of, uh, well, you know, there's next season because they do have a ton of cap space coming up in the off season. I'm just saying, like, I don't think that they're you know gonna be a lost cause in the postseason this year. I really don't. Yeah. I think they're gonna surprise a lot of people. I'm with you. I am with you. Let's go to Larry and Ardmore. Larry, you're on 94 to VIP. I have to talk sports, but Rob, your take on True Detective is the greatest thing I've heard <laughs> on the radio in six months. <laughs> Thank you, Larry. And, and then, and then the qualifier at the end when you said, uh, I, "I don't want to ruin it for everybody." Like after you just killed it, it was just wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I, I, I always try to guard against ruining it for somebody yeah. else, but I'm just trying to. I'm giving you how I feel. I'm not giving but, away plot lines or any of that. When, when someone describes something as that terrible, it's almost like you want to watch to see if it is a total train wreck. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I just helped out uh, True Detective. I think you did. Yes. Uh, yeah. So my sports talk would be: I, I, I'm very disappointed that it's public knowledge that either Bryce Harper or his horrible, you know, Darth Vader of an agent, Scott Boris, wants an extension with eight years left. When when he signed a contract that is absolutely like generational wealth, it's a, yeah. a $330 million contract. It's not like he came in and was undervalued. It's just if they would have won a World Series in one of the last of, of the two seasons, it's okay, but to, to to let that get out, it could it could. Uh, I know personally right now, like my taste is it has been affected for the team yeah. with with something like that. And, and you know the thing is, Larry, he's had every right note since he arrived here. He really has. I, you know, he's played great. Mm-hmm. He connects with the city, all of that thing. But this this is to me, it's a turnoff. Like I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, and you haven't oh, yeah. won a World Series yet either. No, oh, I totally agree. And the sad thing is, is that you can do all of those, you know, you could do 99 things right out of 100 and then do this. And all of that gets washed away, sadly, because it's just it's it seems to be incredibly egregious. You know, it, it's I, I tone, make sure there's a tone I, deaf nature to it. I, I, yeah, I want to make sure that I have a contract into my 40s. Yeah, like, yeah. 
you know, come on. Or, or if it's you're just looking to, to get more per year, it's it's like, man, come on, making thirty whatever it is per year. You agreed to thirteen years with it without an opt, as Devin pointed out earlier. Yeah, an opt out. And if they wanted to do something, uh, you, you know, the, the comparable thing is Pat Mahomes having a ten-year, four hundred and fifty million dollar contract, winning a bunch of Super Bowls, some MVPs, some Super Bowl MVPs, being the you know, being compared to Jordan now mm-hmm. and the Chiefs, it almost seemed like the Chiefs wanted to to juice his his salary so he was back in like the top five after everybody signed these right. forty five to fifty million dollar contracts. Like you can understand that mm-hmm. because he's not being underpaid. But yeah, and he's not won winning three. the World Series, <laughs> not getting to the World yeah. Series, coming off an injury. Uh, uh, you know, sadly they he bumped he bumped a player that I really liked. I liked uh, Reese yeah. a lot. I mean, but that's um, that's you know I don't I don't fault him for that. But I I got you with that. Yeah. All right, pal. All right. See you later. Thanks, Larry. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, no, I I and again, I'm still a huge Harper fan, but I don't like this. I mean, I, I'm I'm just it's well, not, I don't like it for that exactly what you just said. Yeah. Right. Like we're still massive Harper fans. You don't want this to start to snowball uh, to a point where it it kind of tarnishes his reputation. Here in Philly with his teammates. Yeah, I mean, imagine being his teammate. You got you have Alec Boehm just went to arbit- arbitration for more money, and then he has a teammate who he looks up to, who's what asking for more on his generational wealth. I like that term That's regarding term. the three hundred thirty million dollar yeah. contract. Like, I just read the room a little bit. I agree. I agree. Uh, Whit Merrifield has passed his physical. All you know, dotted the i's, crossed the t's. He's there. He'll wear number nine. Uh, for the Phillies. So he is there, according to Todd Zalecki. A great signing, by the way. Great signing. Let's go to Chuck. Or actually, let's go to Ken in Cinnamon. So what's up, Ken? How are you? Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing well, Ken. Thanks. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Devin did not have any more run-ins with law enforcement on her way to work today. Whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> what do we, whoa, 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 I didn't, whoa, whoa. Ken. I didn't hear about this. Oh, you didn't? Okay, so Friday, uh, Friday morning, we're at the Borgata. Yeah. And I was driving down around like 4.30 in the morning, and when no one else is on the road on the AC Expressway, sometimes it can be easy to just, like, lose track of how fast you're going. There we go. So I may or may not have been pulled over for speeding, and I was late to the morning show. So, obviously, uh, Joe and John gave me a hard time did on it. Did you get a ticket? I did not get a ticket. I got a warning. Jeez. Yeah. Mm. I wonder if I would have gotten a ticket if I had yes, I gotten Rob, pulled over in that circumstance. <laughs> just we, wonder we discuss, about that. Hmm. We discussed that, Rob. You know how that goes. Um, Listen, um, my Phillies season tickets, at least the first two months of my of my season tickets, populated in my ballpark app uh, over the weekend. Right. So I'm able to look at them, and so that is like one of the best feelings. Uh, yeah, as that's you your simple this. pleasure. Like, oh, it's no. Well, it's my simple, simple pleasure. <laughs> my 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 simple pleasure is sitting on the deck at like six fifteen on a summer morning, just drinking my coffee and reading the paper and the hummingbirds are coming around and like that's just like that's my speed you know yeah, that's that therapeutic yep I love but it. i like i don't care <laughs> about bryce harper wanting an ex- i don't think it's going to have any ill effects and i don't blame I, like i'm not going to get upset about the guy who wants a little more of the billionaire's money than he's already getting like let, let's let's be real about this $300 million is walking around money for John Middleton. And, it, you know, if, if the guy's whole motivation is, well, I want to make sure that I never put on another uniform again. I want to play into my 40s and my contract expires when I'm 38. 
then I kind of understand where he's coming from. And the problem is that, you know, his agent is, I, I think the way the previous callers uh, described him, Darth Vader, that's a, that's a great description. Yeah, Larry, Larry was Ford. on. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I am not worried about Bryce Harper causing dissension in, in the clubhouse and, and moping around. And I, I mean, that's just, no, I don't think anybody worries that he, you're, you're going to get anything less than his best. I, I don't worry about that, but like the notion of having eight years left on a deal and, and looking to have it extended to me, it, it just rubs me the wrong way. I really don't think it's like, let me put it to this way. Am I concerned that this is going to have a negative impact on the Phillies? Ultimately? No, it's just, a it, it's a, I think it just you seems said, unnecessary. Room, yeah, I think it play. just seems unnecessary. Yeah. Like, I, Ken, I totally agree. Like, if he loves Philly so much that he wants to make sure he's here in his 40s, great. But as Dave Dombrowski kind of alluded to in, in his interview when he was on the morning show a few weeks ago, like, you, you still have plenty of time to do that, right? Like, we don't necessarily need to do that right now. We can extend, you know, next year or the year after or maybe eight years from now when his yeah, deal well, is about to be right. up. Like, I, I'm with you. Like, if, if we're – let's say it's four years from now. And yeah. You're like, this guy is still killing it, man. Like, the teams sure. won a World Series. Then, by all means, but right now with eight – like Eight. You, almost have a decade. Yeah. Like, it's it well, just seems unnecessary. But he's he's the one guy – like, he's the one guy in the organization that does not negotiate with Dave Dombrowski. <laughs> okay. He negotiates with John Middleton. No question. So – there's only one guy in the organization who John Middleton got on his private plane and flew out to bring him back to Philadelphia, yep. and, and that's Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. So when Bryce Harper is talking about this stuff, it's going right past Dave Dombrowski. Sure. Yeah, he, I would agree he, he'll that. probably be here longer than Dave Dombrowski. The two people that are going to be here at the end of that contract are Bryce Harper and John Middleton, and that's where this conversation happens. Yeah, and, and, and Ken, good stuff, man. Always. Always appreciate your input. Thanks for the call. Um yeah, I again, this is not – when we bring this up, I, I don't view it as, oh, my God, there's going to be chaos in the clubhouse. I don't think that, but it's like – it's not necessary. Uh, yeah, know, more than yeah, I don't think it's going to be – like cause dissension and, you know, cause cause a fracture, I yeah. guess, of the clubhouse. But I just think it's, it's like, why? Right. Like, why do we need to do this right now? <laughs> well, and to Ken's point, you know – I don't think anybody thinks Dave Dombrowski is going to be here in eight years. He's a, you know, he's an older guy and, mm-hmm. and he didn't, I don't think he signed on to be here that long, but you know, mm-hmm. I, that doesn't mean that. But you're... think about what you just said. I like, I don't think he signed on to be here that long. Yeah. Like that's a long time. It it's is. almost a decade from yeah. now. Like so much can change, not in a year. It'd be 2032. Yeah. So that it's honestly shocking to me that Bryce Harper is even thinking that far ahead. Um, I'll be pushing 30 by then. I mean, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> What? You'll be pushing, uh, yeah, totally. Thank you. Getting just go along age. with some things. You just, you just say yes, Devin. Okay, come on, play along. Let's go to Chuck in Tampa. Chuck, you're on ninety four WIP. I I can't believe you two guys are spouting this and be coming back, and they're going to everything's going to be great. That guy has got no heart. He's a choker. He quits. What did you watch last year in that Celtics series? He quit. Played poorly in, in Game Seven, no doubt. He quit, and I can't root for people like that. They should have traded him in the offseason. They probably could have got a couple good players and a pick and moved on from this guy. They ain't gonna win. They're never going to win with him. <laughs> it's going to be the same story again. All right, well, oh, we'll see. Be... We'll see. I think he's got a better. Well, sur- he's going to have a better surrounding cast and a better coach, and I think that goes a long he's way. Had a, 
He's had a great – he, he hasn't had a great surround. Was, oh. What's been his great supporting cast? Who's been great? Well, they, they went out and made a trade for – to bring that other guy in here that was a stiff. And he's out in the West he Coast He just said now. he's a stiff, so it's not yeah, a great Yeah, he's a stiff, but, they, but he, he was a, he's a stiff. He's another guy that quit. I mean, I am so tired about James these, Harden? I, I don't know. I guess Harden. Huh? Are you talking about Harden? Who are you talking about? Harden. Yeah. Another guy to quit, but the, but the guy's got talent. But these guys just flat out quit. I'm telling you, you're going to be everybody's going to get all goosed up. Oh, this this team's going to be, and it's going to be the same story. When he, I don't when think they so. Up, like, I just don't oh, think okay. I don't think that Nick Nurse is the same head coach as what they've had in the past. I think he works well with Embiid and and the players on the team, and that he has game plans that fit the strengths of each player. It's like we Tyrese Maxey even came out um on it might have been Pat Bev's podcast a few months ago talking about Doc Rivers and how he refused to make adjustments and refused to put Maxey even in like the starting lineup. Um Nick Nurse doesn't do that. He makes adjustments and I think he he gets the most out of his players. A guy can make adjustments all he's want, but if a guy doesn't have any heart or any desire to win a title or Go that extra step. Yeah, Chuck, it's, it's fine. And look, you're you're entitled to your opinion because it ended really ugly last year. That's it fine. Yeah. Um, but I I do I think the guy does have heart. I think he cares. I think he's come up small in some spots. No denying it. And he's got a lot to prove for sure. But I think the setup this year is better than it's been maybe ever since mm-hmm. he's been here. So you were happy with the year before when they, when they went up against the Hawks and that that Trey Young dunked on the guy and moving. Come on. Yeah, no, but Ben Simmons isn't here, Chuck. Well, when are we going to quit blaming Ben Simmons? He's been gone for, what, three years now? Right, but you you just referenced the Hawks series. What's the lasting memory of that Hawks series? The lasting, as they quit in that series. No, no, what what specific was the lasting memory of that? You know what it is. You know it. It's Ben Simmons refusing to dunk over a guy who's a foot small. Yeah, I I know. Let's just blame Ben Simmons for everything. Okay, let's blame Embiid for everything. It's nobody else's fault. No, I I just watched that last year, that Celtics game, and and he just flat out quit. And and, and, and when you do that, people are paying harder money to go watch this stuff, and that guy just flat out quit. All right, I'm a believer, and thanks, Chuck. And look, Chuck's entitled to his opinion, and I think that's the way most people feel. They feel like, and he did come up small, and they feel like, why should I trust him? Because even when he's on the floor, he didn't play well in a big game, and he's hurt all the, and, and that's all well and good. I'm just telling you, I have a better sense, a better feeling about this year than I did in years past because I think they're much better coached. I think they'll be prepared better. I think they'll be motivated better. I think adjustments will be made. Mm-hmm. And I think the supporting cast is complements him better. I, I think Maxie's yeah. a great mm-hmm. compliment. Heald's a great compliment. Mm-hmm. You run two at Embiid, he can kick it out to, to Heald, or Tyrese is going to get single coverage and be able right. to kill you going to the basket. Mm-hmm. I just I, I think they're better set up, and it's fine. If you don't see it now, that's okay. I, I believe that that's the way it's going to be. I also just, with the trade Embiid uh, camp, Embiid, regardless of what you think of him, regardless of your opinions on, on his performances and attitude in the postseason, he is the best or one of the best players in the NBA. Like, if you trade him, who are you going to get back that's going to be the same caliber player that Embiid is? No one, because there is no one else like him out there that you're able to get. So I'm not really sure what people expect in in trading Embiid's going to do to improve the team. Um, I get he can be frustrating. The Sixers can be frustrating. But, like, 
trading Embiid, that's never going to be the answer. I'm sorry. 215-592-9494. You want to hop in on the Sixers. You want to hop in on Bryce Harper with the extension and the or the Chris Simmons, uh, Chris Sims that uh, Jalen Hurts is the most overrated player in football. You can do that. Simple pleasures in life, traditions that you would like to see done away with. It's all on the table as we roll into the final hour of the show. 9.30, Alex Coffey from the Philadelphia Inquirer will join us. We'll talk Phillies and all the great stuff that she's been uh, been writing and reporting as well. Devin Caney, Rob Ellis, WIP Sports Time is 8.56. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.